Good morning, good morning. It is time to rise and shine. My name is Haley Jacob and welcome to my podcast, Rise and Shine. Okay, guys, I am so excited because we here in Oklahoma are finally getting some cooler fall weather. Fall is my favorite season and living in Oklahoma, it's rare that we get a real fall. The weather usually goes from being super, super hot, like in the hundreds over the summer. And then we have like a week of nice, crisp fall weather. And then it either goes back to being really, really hot and straight to winter, or it just goes straight to winter. There's rarely an in-between where we get a good like long fall. I'm praying that we get a real fall with leaves taking their time to change and weather where I can wear my fall clothes without sweating or without bundling up in big humongous coats because I don't like that either. I don't like to be hot, but I really, really, really don't like to be super, super cold. I like right in the middle. Fall has always been my favorite season for as long as I can remember. I think it has a lot to do with the return of school. I was always a nerd and I loved school. And so I loved, and I know school technically starts like still in the summer, but the fall semester, the fall activities, you know, when we return to school, that's when things start getting a little bit more fall-like. And um, all the coziness, like blankets and being kind of bundled up. And I love like bonfires, just like being cozy. I like reading by the fireplace. And then also, I think it has a lot to do with family time. I really associate fall with spending time with family, whether it's the holidays because Thanksgiving's in fall, football season, you know, football parties. Um, I just always think of joyful family times when I think of fall. I'm also a little bit basic and I love all the pumpkin spice flavors and the apple flavors and like the fall fashion. So, I mean, that's part of it too. But my love of fall really came when I was a child before all those things were super big and popular. But although it's my favorite time of the year, I do believe that a lot of times it can come with a lot of darkness. We literally have less sunlight in the fall. Um, The sun is out less and we have shorter days. We go outside less because it's starting to get a little chilly. So we're not getting that sunlight that we always need. And there's even some, I think, spiritual things that we need to be aware and careful of that kind of ramp up specifically in the fall. And we'll talk about that and why that is. So in this episode, we're going to talk about fall and all the good and the bad. All right, grab your coffee find a comfy chair, and let's rise and shine. Okay, 
First thing I want to do in this episode is to talk about some fun things that we can do this fall. Like I said, fall is my favorite. I think there are so many fun activities that come with fall, like pumpkin patch and um, caramel apples and hay rides and bonfires, all those fun things. So let's talk about some fun things that you can try this fall. So the first one is try spending more time with your family. Um, I mentioned earlier that I associate fall with family time, with all the holidays and all the activities like football games. And I was in um, color guard and marching band in uh, high school. So fall for me meant like friends and traveling and my family coming to watch me march and all that kind of stuff. So Try spending more time with your family, whether that be you guys take a trip to the pumpkin patch together or you guys plan an outing to go to like the farmer's market before they're closed for the season or you go apple picking or on a hayride or even if it's simply like after church one day, everybody comes over and has lunch and watches the football game. But Try spending that time with your family this fall, and I, I, you won't regret it. Um, family time is so important, especially these days when the world is so divided and so the first and the best of their harvest of their farm or whatever, whatever they cultivated. So it goes. I mean, it's natural for us to want to be thankful around this time when physically there are harvests, it's harvest time, like pumpkins and apples and stuff like that. But um, especially now with the holiday Thanksgiving and with the holiday or Christmas, you know, coming up and it's natural for us to want to spend time being thankful for what God has blessed us with. I have a professor from my undergrad who every year and it's not just a Thanksgiving time. Every fall, he has something he's grateful for every day throughout the fall, um, throughout the fall season. And I think that's really cool because it makes you sit down every single day and think of something that you are thankful for. Even when you don't feel like there's anything, you there's always something you can find if you really sit down and think about it. The third thing that I think you should try is either a book club or a Bible challenge this fall. I love reading in general. I like fiction books. I like nonfiction too, but I'm definitely a fiction type of person. And fall is when I do a lot of reading too because you know, it's too cold to go outside sometimes. You're inside more. You get to cozy up with a blanket at the fireplace and just sit and read a nice book. I have the hiccups. Oh my goodness. Sorry, guys. Um, so one, I think fall is a great time to be in a book club or a Bible challenge. I am currently doing a Bible challenge with a different podcaster. Um, she, her name is Janine Amapola and she's doing an October Bible challenge and it is the book of first Samuel. So October has 31 days and first Samuel has 31 chapters and she has this 
group where people, this app where people can come on and talk about the things that they got from reading the chapter every day. And it just gives you this sense of community, even though you've never met these people. And one, it gives you that sense of community. And two, they might glean something from the reading that you didn't, and you might glean something from the reading that they didn't. And it's a really cool experience to be able to talk about the word and be able to share God's revelations with each other. I think that is so cool. She did one in September as well, and I was involved in that one. So join that one or start your own Bible challenge with people at your church or your friends. And it's so much fun. You will you will learn so much from it. The next thing I suggest you do this fall is pray about any changes that God wants to make in your life. Fall is a transition season. Literally, it's transitioning from summer to winter. And just like the world, the earth has seasons it goes through, we also have seasons that we go through. And change can be hard. It can be difficult. And it can be difficult to accept that God is wanting to change something in your life, especially if it's something that you're comfortable with. And so I I challenge you to pray about being receptive and accepting of the things that God wants to change in your life and pray that he shows you how to make those changes in your life. And you will grow so much from that, from allowing God to do work in your life. Sometimes we hold on to things and we we say, God, I want you to work in my life, but then we hold on to something. He's like, I'm, I, I want to, but you have to let go of this. We have to change this first. And that's not a bad thing. He knows what he's doing. So let him take you through these transitions, take you through these changes, these seasons of, of transition and change, and just watch watch what he does through that. It's, it's amazing. So those are some things that I suggest you try this fall. And let me know what you think. Let me know which one was your favorite as you're trying these this fall. And we're going to now talk about some things that maybe are not so fun about the fall season. Okay, so now I want to talk about fall and the things that come with it that are a little bit on the more negative, on the more darker side and not just talk about it but talk through it and how we can avoid those things and work through those things when we come across them. So the first thing about fall, I mentioned it earlier in the episode, is there's less sunlight in the day. We have shorter days, the sun sets much earlier in the fall, and we're missing out on, you know, three hours sometimes of sunlight that we would get in the summer. And so it's it's literally darker in the fall. The sun is not out as much. And this can take a toll on 
your physical and mental body. You're not getting as much vitamin D in your system from the sun and that affects your physical body. And then also it affects you mentally because when you're surrounded by darkness, a lot of times it can cause you to kind of go into a um, just kind of darker mood. I don't want to say depression because not everybody moves into a, like a, a deep depression from this, but but it can kind of cause you to be a little bit more somber. Or I mean, if if it's strong enough, and you know, it it can push you into a depression if if you let it. And we want to we want to not let that happen to us. So here's some ways to combat the lack of sunlight. The first one is go outside when there is sunlight. So in my previous job that I worked for about seven years there, I taught in a classroom and my classroom did not have any windows at all. So if I was, if I didn't intentionally go out during lunchtime or go out um, on my plan, then I was not getting any sun for that whole time that I was there teaching. And so go outside, take your breaks at work or your lunch break and go outside for just a few minutes and get that sunlight when you can. And that will be helpful. That will carry you through the evening. I was always really stressed out and really sad during this, not sad, but like, I I mean, I guess kind of sad sometimes during this time of year when I was working there because I felt like when I got to work, it was dark. When I left work, it was dark. And so all I was seeing was darkness. I wasn't really ever seeing the sunlight. And we as humans are are meant to get that sunlight. That's why our bodies need vitamin D. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But we are meant to be out in the sun. And yes, we have to protect from UV rays and stuff like, but that's how we were created. We're, we, the, even the Bible says we want to be of the light of day. We want to be, and then also go work out. Working out releases endorphins. It releases all those feel good uh, chemicals in your body. So go work out. Even if it is dark outside, go to a gym that has some lights and turn on some happy praise music that you can work out to and you will feel better after that. Even if it's dark outside, you've got those happy chemicals kind of running through your body. Um, and then also pray, praise Jesus. You know, I don't think that there's ever been a time where (laughs) I took time to worship and pray and then got up from that time and said, okay, I don't feel any better or okay, I feel worse. No, there's never, I, that's never happened to me. I've never had a time where I felt worse from praying. You always come feeling better, feeling joyful, feeling peace after spending time with the Lord because that's what he does. Our joy is not based in how much sun we get. Our joy is not based on what season it is. Our joy is based on the Lord and worshiping him and serving him. That's where our joy, our strength comes from. Another thing about fall is the changing leaves. Now, I love watching the leaves change. I think it is a beautiful thing. 
to watch the leaves go from green to orange and yellow and gold and red and it's so beautiful i i find joy in seeing that i think it is a reflection of how amazing of an artist god is using these colors and changing the trees i think it's so beautiful however some people associate that with oh just the leaves are dying it's a it's kind of a sad thing to them like they want the leaves to be green all the time because when the leaves are green they're alive they're healthy and then when they change color when they turn and especially like here in oklahoma if we don't get that pretty slow change and the trees just immediately turn like this brown and die and fall off that can like make you not feel so good because we associate that with the leaves dying but Remember what it says in Ecclesiastes 3. And I'm going to read this to you because if you are that type of person that just associates fall with the trees dying and it's just, you know, it's just empty, here's a verse for you. To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die a time to plant and a time to pluck what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to, a time to refrain from embracing, a time to gain and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. I want to go back to that first part. A time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck what is planted. So yes, when the leaves are changing, that's what's happening. The leaves are dying and falling off the trees but it's only for a season and in the spring those trees the trees are not dead they look dead the leaves have fallen off and died but the tree themselves are not dead and in the spring those trees will sprout new leaves healthy leaves green leaves so don't focus on the leaves focus on the tree the tree is what gives the leaves life and the tree tells the leaves, okay, it's time to change. It's time to change seasons. But throughout all seasons, that tree is alive. And no matter what season it's in, no matter what it looks like, no matter if the tree is green or gold or brown or bare, that tree is alive and it's serving its purpose. So try not to focus on the leaves. Try to focus on the tree. Be like, oh, that tree is bare right now, but it's prepping. It's in preparation for the upcoming spring. And just like a tree, we have seasons that we go through. And 
we may have a very fruitful, eventful season where things are moving in our lives. We're doing well at our job. We're doing well in our ministry. We're feeling super close to God. And then there are going to be seasons. Jesus never said we weren't going to have these seasons. There are going to be seasons where it feels like everything has withered away. It feels like, oh man, I feel like maybe um, my job isn't as good as it used to. Or I feel like I'm not doing as much in church as I did. And, you know, take a look at those reasons why you feel that way. But also, God's going to give you time to rest. And in that restful season where maybe things aren't happening as much, He's prepping you for what's coming next. He's preparing you for that new season of life, for that new season of ministry. Um, so don't don't look at the leaves. Look at the tree. The tree is always there throughout the whole year. Okay. Another thing that kind of comes with this time of year is holiday stress. So although this time of year has my absolute favorite holidays, which are Thanksgiving and Christmas, my favorite because of family time and just like it's warm and happy and joyful. I love it. But it also comes with a lot of stress if we let it. Nowadays, people start preparing for these holidays like months and months in advance. I see Thanksgiving stuff out sometimes at the end of September, beginning of October. I see Christmas stuff before we've even hit like Halloween. We start prepping for this and therefore, because your senses are seeing that, because you're being surrounded by that earlier and earlier each year, then the stress and the weight of those seasons, those holidays, come earlier and earlier each year. We start thinking, oh man, what am I going to have to cook for Thanksgiving? What do I need to buy? What dishes is everybody going to make? Is Aunt Sally and Uncle Bob, um, are they going over to the other side of the family this year? Or is my dog going to take the turkey like he did last year? Like what, which that's kind of funny. Like that's not stress. Like that's funny. Sorry. Okay. Um, but we start thinking about these things instead of just enjoying being together and enjoying what these holidays mean. So Thanksgiving, giving thanks for your family, giving thanks for um, everything that God has blessed you with for life, right? Instead of focusing on that, we start focusing on everything we have to do. We start focusing on all the gifts we have to buy for Christmas. We start focusing on money because of all the gifts we're going to have to buy for Christmas. So if that happens, if you find yourself stressful in the fall because of these holiday stresses, then take advantage of the fact that things are coming out early and space out your tasks that you have to do so that you're not all stressed out the week before Thanksgiving, the week before Christmas, trying to do it all in that one week. Take advantage of the the fact that, yeah, it's not, it's like kind of weird that we're, you know, seeing Thanksgiving stuff in September, but prep for it. If you are a host for Thanksgiving and you like to decorate, start buying, you know, space that out so it's not 
as financial of a burden for decorations or meals. Start buying Christmas gifts as you see them for such like don't go out and like search for them just be like oh my gosh i'm out shopping and i think this would be amazing for my grandma okay if you have the finances to do that grab that and that's the only gift you buy for maybe like a month okay and then maybe next month you see oh my gosh that would be perfect for my mom and then it's not so much of a stress and then you it becomes more joyful because you found something without expecting it and then you're excited to give it to that person so don't let the holiday stresses ruin this season of change for you at how we're doing that and what's surrounding those activities and how we are presenting ourselves through those activities, if that makes sense. So for example, if you want to dress up your kid for Halloween, what are you allowing them to dress up as? I was never allowed to dress up and I didn't want to. I didn't like these things. I wasn't allowed to dress up as monsters or witches or um a zombie, right? Because those things are not lovely. Those things are not happy. Those things are not joyful. Um, They're kind of dark. And so I want you to take a look at kind of how you approach this. And I'm going to, you know, in my talk through this, I'm going to be careful, but I also might step on toes. Okay. So the history of Halloween, if you look back to its roots, as I was kind of researching it, different sources claim different roots. Some people claim that it started with the Catholic Church with All Hallows Eve, and it was a time to kind of celebrate the saints, and you could dress up as your favorite saint. Um, and it was a time to kind of, they, they, what they said, what this source said, like pray for the dead. And then some people claim that it goes back even further to some pagan religions that believed that it was a time where the dead could mingle in with the living. And I think either way, you really need to be careful with these, um, with which with whichever route you decide um, is it. We need to be careful with these. Some people accept things without realizing what it means. In a in an earlier episode I spoke about how sometimes you can crack a door open for one thing and then that crack gets bigger and bigger and then all of a sudden you've got all these things that you didn't intentionally welcome in your life but came into your life because you opened the door to them. And I think this is something that where this applies monsters and witches and all those things, sorcery, all of that is preached against in the Bible. Now, Halloween didn't exist in biblical times, but if you look through the Bible, there were people who pra- like legitimately practiced sorcery. There were people who practiced magic. There were people who tried to actually speak to the dead, and there were people who were fortune tellers. And All of those things the Bible says is evil, and we are told to not participate in those things. So I advise you to just be aware of the things that you are participating in. That goes for Halloween movies, 
what are you letting in your house when you turn on a movie? It goes for parties. What kind of party is it and what is happening at those parties and how will that affect you? Again, I grew up going to like fall festivals and um, dressing up, but my parents made sure I knew the difference between something that's just fun and dressing up and going to a church fall festival and something that celebrates evil. And I think a lot of things nowadays that have to do with Halloween is literally a celebration of evil. And we want nothing of that. First Peter 5, 8 says, be sober minded, be watchful. Your adversary the devil prowls around like a li- like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. A lot of these things are masked with fun lightheartedness, witchcraft. It's it's all presented as something that's just cartoonish, lighthearted. Oh, it's not real, but um, you know, we can talk about witches and spells and all that kind of stuff. And it's not real. But the Bible says it is, and the Bible says, stay away. And so when we're talking about this, I'm not going to tell you whether or not to go trick-or-treating or dress up because, again, I grew up doing that, but my family knew how to, my family taught me what to watch for, and I always knew what to watch for. And so, yeah, I mean, I like to, I think Dressing up is fun. I, I'm like a theater kid. I love dressing up in costume, but I'm not going to go out and dress up as something that celebrates something that my God is totally against. I'm not going to participate in activities that are evil, that can let evil in. I'm not going to play games like that. I'm not going to watch movies. Nuh-uh. So just be watchful because your adversary prowls around like a roaring lion and sometimes we don't see it he is a roaring lion we don't see it as a roaring lion sometimes he's a wolf in sheep's clothing too and so you have to be very discerning on that romans 12 2 says do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of god and what is good and acceptable and perfect renew your mind in the lord and test these things, what is acceptable and what is not, what is evil. Because this time of year, Halloween, and kind of this time of year, um, and if you think about pagan uh, holidays and how they celebrate the solstice and, and stuff like that, because this time of year tends to highlight and celebrate evil things, I believe that spiritual warfare kind of kicks up this time of year. It's more active, in my opinion, you know, this, this, take this as you will, that spiritual warfare kind of kicks up this time of year because the world is kind of welcoming it as normal. And I think there are a lot of things that happen that we don't see because um, maybe our spiritual eyes aren't trying to see that yet or we are kind of putting the blinders on and saying oh it's just you know it's just a movie that stuff's not real um 
But I do think this time of year, stuff like that, spiritual warfare ramps up. So I encourage you that even though this is my favorite time of year, I associate it with warmth and joy and family, pray and be on the watch this time, especially this time of year, always, but especially this time of year and just be in deep, deep prayer for your family, for your church, for the church, and just be on the watch. There's no reason to be afraid of anything because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We have no reason to be afraid of anything, but we do need to be on the watch and be on the lookout so that we're not deceived by any of these things going on. We're not deceived by the spiritual warfare. We're not tricked into thinking that it's harmless when really it's very, very harmful. So I just really encourage you to pray all the time, but especially, especially this time of year, pray against these spiritual attacks specifically. All right, guys, that is our discussion on all things fall, the fun and the serious sides of fall. I pray that you take everything I said, not out of fear, but out of prepping yourself and giving yourself knowledge to serve God the best way that you can and shine his light the best way that you can. So go into this season thankful, go into this season ready for any changes God wants to make in your heart and in your life. And don't forget to rise and be a shining light. Thank you all so much for listening. If you liked this episode, subscribe for new episodes every Monday and leave a review. If there's a topic or subject you'd like me to cover, or if you just want to ask a question, you can ask me in our Q&A section of this episode. Now, go shine his light.